When you hear the word perimenopause and menopause, women probably come to mind. But did you know that men can also experience male menopause? That's coming up right now. Hi everyone, I'm Andrea Donsky, co-founder of Morphous, and today I'm here with my really good friend, Bryce Wild, a functional medicine expert. Welcome to Morphous, Bryce. Andy, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm happy that you're on the show, and we're going to be talking male menopause. So when I first asked you to come on the show, and I'm like, what should we talk about? You're like, let's talk about male menopause. And I, I got to be honest, I didn't even realize that men can go through menopause as well. We do. Uh, I affectionately refer to this as manopause. So switch out of the E for an A. Um, although men are still in there, if you call it menopause, technically it's referred to as andropause, and it's been acknowledged perhaps over the last 30 years in uh, clinical sciences. And just like women, uh, this whole process starts in our early 30s, whereas for us, testosterone starts to take a slow and steady decline, actually about 1% uh, per year. Uh, of age, um, all the way through to our 80s and 90s. The difference between men and women, of course, women will slowly decline with estrogen, then all of a sudden have a real uh, cutoff when their ovaries stop producing estrogen, uh, whereas ours is a slow, steady, you know, uh, decline. Here's some alarming statistics, though, for you. You know, but 40% of us, as of age 30, are already clinically low. So I'll also share with your viewers how to test appropriately, not just skim the surface test for testosterone, but really do the deep dive to know whether or not you're low and should top up on things like herbs and supplements, and of course, diet and lifestyle, all that's very important. We'll share all of that information with your viewers. But you know, it's, it's interesting because you know, observational studies have seen consistent results uh, within people uh, who are in particular overweight due to low testosterone, uh, overweight or even obese for that matter. Um, the greater the weight loss, the greater the testosterone increase. And so we'll talk about that uh, as well, hopefully. So, um, you know, here are the symptoms as it pertains to male-based menopause or manopause or andropause. They're all interchangeable. We've got low energy. And a lot of this sounds similar to those in uh, the female variety going through uh, menopause. Uh, low energy, depression, sadness, uh, inability to lose weight, decreased motivation, lowered self-confidence, that's a big one, difficulty concentrating, lacking motivation, uh, insomnia, sleeplessness, increased body fat. Um, you know, a lot of women that are listening to this are like, yeah, my man's doing that as I did when my estrogen started to decline. And so, you know, one of the strongest observational studies, Andrea, is between obesity, uh, carrying too much fat, the big beer belly, and of course, uh, the man boobs, uh, that all relates to carrying too much estrogen for us guys. And once we lose that weight, uh, that fat tissue comes off, we start to really see a strong increase in testosterone. So we'll get into all of that as well. So just so I understand clearly, so for women, when we're going into menopause, it's the decrease in estrogen, but for men, it's a decrease in testosterone. So for men- you Got it. Okay, so for men, you're saying is when if they're if they're obese and they actually lose the weight. Now, is this even is so when for women it's mostly like obviously perimenopause is 35 plus, but when you're around the age of 50, 51 and a half, we know the average age of women in menopause. It, it to increase that estrogen, 
I would think that just losing weight isn't going to increase the estrogen, but that isn't the case when it comes to male menopause. I, th I just want to understand exactly kind of like how well, that It's works. a great point that you bring up. So a couple of things to keep in mind, maybe we'll do the deep dive in genetics. Everyone's different. So you can have a man who has a slight propensity to be estrogen dominant. And we'll talk about those characteristics. Uh, they are kind of like me, uh, full head of hair into my late 40s. Um, you know, I retain, uh, you know, have a, a more difficult time retaining muscle mass, got to work my butt off in the gym to do that. Whereas you have a male who's otherwise bald um, and ripped and he only has to go to the gym a couple of times a week, that's testosterone dominant. Um, and we'll get into the intricacies of that. But at the end of the day, that guy is going to have an easier time through andropause or manopause mm -hmm. than I will because I've already shown, and I've done my DNA to know this, I've already shown that I can be a little more estrogen dominant as a guy. And so as I lose or taper off my testosterone, estrogen will be that much more uh, dominant in me. Uh, now, it's the opposite for women. Women lose their estrogen quite quickly, and that's the true menopause. And there is the perimenopause, so it does dwindle down. But as of the, about the age 45 to 50, you know, early 50s, depending on the female, um, you can have an estrogen-dominant female, uh, or you can have a testosterone-dominant female. And the way they present differently, similar to the physiology that that testosterone-dominant female, she'll have you know, lots of muscle striations, very little uh, deposits of fat, you know, very little... Um, uh, you know, uh, cellulite, uh, if you look closely at the skin, um, and she'll have an easy time losing weight. Whereas the estrogen dominant female, she has a lot harder time uh, through menopause because that crash is even more accentuated. And so in order to compensate for that, estrogen then is produced in the fat tissue, as well as the breasts and some other uh, tissues such as the uterus and fallopian tubes uh, in the female body. So, you know, you, what your body does quite intuitively, uh, biochemistry is quick to in, in enact the fat tissue storage mechanism because of that sharp decline in estrogen, especially for the estrogen dominant woman, she is going to purposely put on fat tissue to compensate for that significant decline. Similar things are happening for the male, but the, but the opposite way. For women who are watching right now and like, oh my gosh, my husband or my partner or my brother, father, uncle might be going through this, what are some things that they can look out for to make them watch this video? Because I think that's the key is for men to understand their bodies and what they could possibly be going through at this at a certain age. Like you said, it can start in their 30s and, up and upwards. Absolutely. So again, so let's run through the list. It's, it, you know, what we see are very similar symptoms, but again, for us, it's due to a decline, slow and steady over time of testosterone. So we're talking about mental, emotional symptoms, uh, you know, low energy. We're talking about depression, sadness, uh, lack of motivation, lack of concentration or focus, uh, troubles with sleep, uh, reduced muscle mass. That is a huge one. It's, it's hard to put on muscle if testosterone is not high enough, in both men and women, by the way. Uh, the man boobs, that's a big visual cue, and the, the beer belly, uh, frankly. Maybe we'll get into the microbiome, the gut, when that's not supported. There's too much yeast overgrowth and or not enough good bacteria there. You have a hard time remaining um, hormonally balanced, whether you're female or male. Um, erectile dysfunction, we didn't talk about that, that's a huge one. Loss of libido and erectile dysfunction, that's an obvious blatant sign. That sleeplessness and depression is key for us as clinicians to signal that, yeah, of course this man is going through uh, likely menopause. And again, the stats are clear. 10% are truly deficient in testosterone and have actual clinical symptoms uh, for low testosterone leading to true andropause. And another 40% of us guys, starting age 30, 
starting age 30 have subclinical, that is to say not overt symptoms, but we're running low on testosterone. Stress is a big contributor. It's number one North American wide silent killer, uh, and it's because of low adrenal function. And in guys, low adrenal function, you're not pumping out that precursor to, to testosterone called DHEA. Uh, it's a precursor to all hormones because the adrenals are fatigued or overly stressed. What are you doing? Your cortisol is high, you're putting on weight, and you're dipping into your testosterone reserve. So that's obviously no, uh, no good. 